Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Saturday Manager. My name is Ant DeLuca, manager of South Dulwich FC First Eleven. Um, weekend just gone was our last game of the season. We played our old rival slash friends agenda. Um, a team, like I said last week, last season, we beat them... Uh, Beat them home and away, but they got the last laugh as they went on to win the league. Um, and then this season, we got beat pretty convincingly in the game at their place. We lost 4-2. But like I said at the time, I think that scoreline probably flattered us slightly. Um, they dominated throughout. So we went into this game, sort of felt we had something to prove, had a bit of pride to fight for. Like I said, we had nothing to play for in terms of league position, really. Um, not going to finish bottom, not going to finish any higher with that final game. Agenda were looking, I guess, to win all their games left as they had um, an opportunity to finish in second, which would be a great first season for them. But also they had uh, one eye on their semi-finals coming up. Um but yeah, it was a you know it was a tasty game on paper, and yeah, played out pretty much as I thought. So going into the game, my message to the boys was that we were not going to beat Agenda as we found out in the first game by playing out from the back, trying to pass it through the lines. We had to be a bit more pragmatic in our approach. Um. They do press high, especially at the start of the game. They press very high. They try and put you under pressure. Don't let you get out of um, your own half if possible. And that is pretty much how it started. And we started in the worst way possible. Um, Conceded a very sloppy free kick early on. And they scored, chipped it into the back post. Uh, the defender nodded it across and their striker was waiting to tap it in. So, yeah, far from the ideal start for us. Um, and then from there, I mean, we could have very easily collapsed from there. Um, like I said, we didn't have anything to play for apart from pride, really, I guess. So it would have been very easy to think, oh, end of the season, last game... Let's not put up much of a fight, but um, credit to my boys. They uh, they bounced back from the early setback, um, took in what I said before the game, that possibly it wasn't the way to go after sort of finding out themselves, I guess, in the first 10 minutes that we aren't going to be able to pass out from the back. The pitch was, we weren't on the main pitch at the Griffin this week. Um, and unfortunately, the pitch we were on was very dry. Um and it really did bring out the bubbles. So it didn't lend itself to great football on the deck. Um, so, yeah, 
We sort of started going a bit more route one, testing their back line. Um, they do leave their, their centre-half exposed by their high press. Um, and that started to create some chances for us. And we began to get a foothold in the game, um, which was positive. But we still had to ride the storm a bit for the first sort of 25. Um, and then it must have been probably about half hour in. Um, we get a long throw on the left-hand side. Bit of a mix-up at the back. And I think there's an own goal in it. Own goal in the end by their centre-back. Um, so, yeah. Then from then, we, we pushed on. Continued to play... Um, Fairly route one football, I would call it, but it was it was proven to be pretty effective. Um, got a free kick just before half time. Well taken, um, but I have to say it was a bit of a mix up between their centre back and keeper. I don't know if the keeper called it and the centre back should have got out of the way, or the keeper didn't call it and just fluffed his lines basically. Um, but that put us actually up two one at half time, and. I've got to say, I was pretty happy with the way things were going. Um, but like I reminded the boys, throughout the season, we had been in good positions at half-time and very quickly thrown it away in the second half. Luckily, it, it didn't go like that to start the second half. First, say, 30 minutes, we were probably just on top. And in all honesty, we should have... Um, made that advantage count and it killed us. We had two fairly decent chances um, that even if one of them goes in, gives you something to defend and maybe kills off the hope of agenda a bit earlier. Um, and unfortunately, that's what we needed to do because last 20 minutes, last 15, 20 minutes, agenda really got on top. Um, their big crowd got behind them started putting pressure on every touch and they managed to get a penalty and no arguments with the decision they put a cross in our defender slid across he moved his arm towards it um so yeah no no complaints they slotted the penalty which made it 2-2 with about five minutes to go and unfortunately um football is a cruel game and despite our best efforts against a very strong agenda team they got on winner with about a minute two minutes to go have to say it was a fantastic finish by their their right winger um got the beating of our left back our keeper came didn't really get there but their right winger still had a lot to do cut back inside and then with his wrong foot Managed to dink it over the keeper and our centre-back stand in the line. Hit the crossbar and bounced in. Um, and yeah, that wrapped up a 3-2 win for them. And I've got to say, it was it was tough to take. But it was a very entertaining game of football. Um, enjoyed all the banter on the sidelines. And that's what grassroots football is all about. Um, we had a good beer afterwards. Agenda manager T joined us as well. Had a good chat. After the game, just about our uh, our rivalry of the last two seasons. Um, but yeah, no, I wish them the best of luck in their two semi-finals. They are a good bunch of lads. Um, they've got old Roan next. Their assistant manager reminded me that they are 
the only team who are unbeaten against them in the league. So possibly go into that on favourites, but it'll be a tough game for them at Old Roan. But yeah, that's definitely a result I'm going to be looking out for. Now, as that was our last game of the season, um, I'm going to be bringing on one of the mainstays of our team this season to do a bit of an end-of-season review. So, so let's get straight into it and welcome on my guest, James Morse. James, top man. Thank you for uh, joining me for the South Dulwich end-of-season review. We're back. Hello, sir. Um, obviously I've talked about it briefly already on a podcast, but not how we wanted to end the season, despite it being a, uh, a very good game. Yeah, very good game. Tough, tough result, especially the, the last minute winner cut deep. Um, but as I'm sure you've mentioned previously, summed up our, our season a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It was, you know, it was a nice way to end the season in ways because, um, I think we all enjoyed ourselves on Saturday, but, you know, I think Agenda just had a, a little bit more in the tank in the last sort of 15, 20. Yeah, agreed. This, the sun was shining. It was a good battle. Um, so it's not the most disappointing result we've had this season, but yeah, got it to lose. Um, before we get into the end of season review, I just wanted to say firstly, a big thank you to you, mate. Um, I think a lot of uh, this season and some of the positives out of it are due to you. Um, obviously, you were key in getting uh, our home ground sorted with the Griffin, which was massive for us. Um, that's up and running fully now with the bar open, which we enjoyed on Saturday. Um, and also just helping me run it week to week, getting players out of nowhere. Um, yeah, so thank you for that, mate. I do, appre I do appreciate all your efforts. No problem, mate. You know, I love the club. You know, I love the people involved with it. So I will always do my best to support it, whether that be using connections to find a home ground, players or uh, anything I like. I'll, Getting I'll the players match ready on a match day. That as well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to go into the, the season review for South Dulwich. So we'll start with the, the opening month, which... Actually, looking at results-wise, it was actually a pretty decent month. Um, we started with a stinker against Old Roan, but um, I think you'll remember, obviously, I started in goal for the first 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not your finest 45 minutes of football I've ever seen. Um, actually, I don't think we, we didn't start that game too badly, did we? Do you know what? Considering we had a pretty bad team out that week and I was in goal for the first 45, 4-0 probably wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, then the rest of the month, so we then drew 2-2 two -two to All-Stars, which, if I remember rightly, was a game we should have won. Um, yeah. That was our first game at the Griffin, which was on a, a very hot day of also, if I remember rightly. I remember that well, actually. we start The first half, we played really, really well. Playing some really, really nice football. Tune it up then, after about 10 minutes. Yeah. And then switched off. Didn't really uh, take it seriously. And before you know it, they got a goal and the momentum had shifted. And again, I think that game was played with two goalkeepers who were not goalkeepers. 
<laughs> I think Jack Fish might have been in goal for that one. Yeah, that. he actually played quite well in that, to be fair. To yeah, yeah. Um, um, using his size. <laughs> and then the, uh, the next two games were actually wins, rare wins in our season. Um, we had Peckham Town and Bermondsey yeah. won 5-1 and 4-2. And I think um, this was the emergence of uh, the Ram, a.k.a. Josh Gwillem. Um, yeah, yeah, he announced himself. Yeah, yeah, he announced himself to the league, to the team, I'd say, even. Yeah, um, agreed. Seven goals and two big wins. Um, I think the standout of that month was the 4-2 against Bermondsey Town. Um, yeah. If I remember correctly, I don't think I played in that result, so that makes, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> right? It's such a convincing 4-2 win then. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, that was definitely when I realised how good a player Josh was. Um, and also it did make me feel like we could be competitive in that league. Um, so yeah, it, it was a nice way to end the month, but then we went on a bit of a tough run in October. Um, we lost to Old Rome 4-1, Bermondsey Town 4-2, AMG 3-1. Um, yeah, tough, tough month. month. Tough month. <laughs> tough month. I think looking at it, the game I remember where we probably paid our best was AMG. We lost 3-1 away, but I feel like we were a better team for like 70 minutes. And I think it was one all, and they scored two goals on the break late on. Yeah, you're, you know what? You're right. I remember end of, end of that game having a lot of possession and playing some really, really good football. And I want to say two mistakes at the back, unfortunately, cost us yes. late on. Yeah. And also, miss, and in fairness to the defence, also some missed chances by the front line in that game. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, obviously, as we found out, a team like AMG who went on to win the league will we'll punish, punish you if you, yeah. don't, <laughs> if you don't score and you make mistakes. Yeah. Um, then what's the next one? So now we moved into November. Um, November results. Beat West Wickham 4-0. Yeah. I think, for me, that's probably our standout performance of the season. Yeah, and I want to say that was the Ram doing bits again up top, if I'm correct. So the Ram scored one, Ollie scored two, and Harvey scored one. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. Um, but if I remember rightly, a pretty dominant defensive performance. Um, yeah. And yeah, took our chances when we, when we had them in that game. Helped at that point, Ollie was still playing as well. Yeah, we'll come on to, we'll come on to that later in the season. Um, our decline in availability, which <laughs> coincided with a turn of the year, but we'll come on to that in a bit. Um, then we lost to Agenda 4-2, tough away day. Um, beat Farnborough Old Boys Guild at home 4-3, which at the time... It was a result I wasn't really that fussed about or that impressed with. But mm -hmm. Farnborough Old Boys Guild have actually looked like they might win the league and they've got into the Queen Mary Cup final. Fair play. So in, hinds in hindsight, it's actually a good result. Where was that? That was at home and that was the goal scorers were Kish and Ruben. They both scored two. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? I don't know. If, I'm trying to think if you played that game. I don't remember that game. Do you know what? I feel like our midfielders, Wilf, Joe 
and Danny Fuller. So maybe you didn't play that game. Very techie midfield. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was very it was a good midfield. And yeah. it was a good result, like I said, in hindsight, having seen the season they've had. Yeah. Um, and then end of the month, we met Old Roan for the final time and got spanked 5-1. Um, was that at Pinners or Old Home Ground? That was at Goose Shit Lane, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a real lesson. That, that, <laughs> that was a tough, that was a tough outing. That was a tough, tough game. Old Roan showed their class that game. Yeah, that pitch is absolutely terrible. And the fact that they still managed to get the ball down and play uh, actually made me respect their team a lot more. Yeah, they played some great football. I remember they had, I think, two left-footed players who I don't think had played in the other two games against us, and they were just, like, turning people inside out. (laughs) And they didn't really look like like athletes or, like, footballers when they lined up, but they were just unbelievable. Like, couldn't get the ball of them. I mean, you could say that about most of the old brand team, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah dominant performance by them and then we didn't play again until the new year um and the new year started with actually a good result against Eden Park we beat them 1-0 yeah uh, do you know what I enjoyed that win yeah it was tough fought yeah it's always nice to spank a team but when you when you grind out a tight 1-0 or a 2-1 um sometimes those games give you more more sort of pride than than the yeah I enjoyed that one. It was the first time we'd seen them as well since the double header at the end of last season as well. Yeah, so it was interesting correct. seeing kind of how their team had changed slightly. Yeah, I think they have suffered from the same problems we have in terms of availability and injuries. I think uh, their gaffer told me t- I think two of their big players from last year had, had like season ended injuries. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, won that, one nil, And I felt sort of confident that we could kick on from there and it didn't quite happen. So the rest of Jan, I'll read the results to you. Lost 4-1 to AMG, lost 3-1 to Eden Park, lost 2-1 to All-Stars. That Eden Park loss was our worst performance of the season in my book. Yeah, I catch a lot. I caught the last 45 of it and yeah, it wasn't great. The team we had out was suspect, but at no point did we try and play football. Nah, we, yeah, it was, it was tough to watch. Very, very tough to watch. The only time it looked dangerous when Josh managed to sort of fight for his injury and play 30 minutes at the end. Um, However, the game I look at, which really sort of ended our season was AMG, the 4-1 against AMG. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was along with the old Roan at Pinners for me one of the most convincing we've been beaten this season and completely outcast. That was at Bishop Justice, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think a few a few pals have come to watch that of mine as well, and it was not, uh, <laughs> a tough, not, game, a tough yeah. game to bring them down to watch. Yeah, obviously I've bigged up my footballing ability quite a lot, and then after they've seen that, they've, yeah, they're not the so you get So you get a runaround for 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, really, for the rest of the season, we sort of scraped a team together, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, definitely after that AMG game, we were scraping teams together. Yeah. Getting very mixed match teams out. Um, but, yeah, we managed to fulfil our fixtures. Our last positive result was West Wickham away, but it was actually at home. 
Um, that was a 1-0 with Ruben scoring the only goal. Yeah. I wasn't actually at that game, so maybe you could remind me how that one played out, if you if you can... Yeah, we actually played pretty pretty well. That was another one where we missed a lot of chances and I thought it might come back and, and bite us. But Ruben with a really, really nice finish and thankfully the defence held out and kept the clean sheet. So, yeah, that was our last positive result. I think that guaranteed we wouldn't finish bottom, which was a positive take from the season. We might still finish second from bottom, but I think West Wickham has still got one to play. So hopefully they don't win yeah. and we finish third from bottom. Who are they playing? I think they're playing All-Stars, who are bottom. But All-Stars have been good recently, so that'll be an interesting game, yeah. Um, then, yeah, we lost to Elm Town 4-1 in the Ron Pope quarterfinals. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> score doesn't reflect that game, in all fairness. That is what their gaffer said, but we caught a team in form and we were badly out of form. Yeah. Um... And probably that showed in the fact that it was a tighter game than the scoreline reflects. But when things are not going for you, you don't take your chances. And when things are going for the other team, everything just seems to go in the back of the net. Yeah, I think as well, we had a few quite young players who are quite techy, who maybe got kicked a few times and maybe got in the head a little bit. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like we said, ended on agenda on the weekend. Three, two. But enjoyable game, tough to lose it late on. But again, we had a bit of a mixed match team. Um, I think big shout out to the keeper who is Woody. yeah, yeah, young lad who's come in um, to fill in for Adam, who's been away. Um, yeah, I thought Sam Wheeler at left back was quality. Nice to hear, have him back. Yeah, hopefully we see more of him next season. Um, yeah. But yeah, all like in all... Fatherhood, fatherhood had maybe taken its toll, but he, uh, yeah, yeah, he wound, yeah. wound back the clock to, uh, to bring it out. Yeah. So all in all, I'll tell you the season, um, not a true reflection of the team I think we can be or the team we were last season, but not as bad as it could have been considering injuries and availability. Would you agree with that? Do you think that's a fair assessment? Yeah, I think unfortunately we came up a league into a higher quality league. Unfortunately, our team actually probably got slightly worse through injury and personnel not being available. Um, it's a tough season, but I think there's some positives to take into next year. Yeah, I think we proved, even with not our best team available for the whole season, we proved we can, we can play at that level. Um, sure. We just need to get everyone back fit, get a proper pre-season, which is obviously something we lacked this year. Yeah. I know you're already uh, feeling some people out for getting yeah. pre-season in. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think we can go again. Like I said, we just need to get get all the, the key figures back and ready to go for next season. Yeah, agreed. I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, I thought we'd just go and do a couple of, not really awards, but say who we thought probably we'll go with the best player for us this season I think for me there's a runaway winner you might interesting well you might throw throw some other names in the hat but for me um we always looked much better when Josh played obviously his goals speak volumes um 
So for me, he would be my player of the season. Maybe you've got someone else you want to mention. He's he's definitely up there. Um, I think ultimately he only played the kind of first half of the season. That is true. But if you actually look, he did play 10 games, 10, 11 games, which is actually still up there in terms of appearances. He played a lot early on and then basically didn't play the back end of the season. Probably just a little bit of recency bias in my head. I'd also give a special mention to Sean, who it was his first season. He's come in at centre-back after probably both of our first team centre-backs retired at the end of last season. And I think he's done a fantastic job in terms of playing consistently, becoming a bit of a leader in the team as well. Yeah. Yeah, I gave him the armband on Saturday because I think he deserved it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like... You said he's been very solid and it's been just a bit unfortunate for him. He hasn't had a regular partner at centre-back. Yeah. I feel like if we get someone regular alongside him next season, him and another good player, the likes of Marcus Hinton, um, yeah. Cope, Beden, whoever, if we can get them regular, um, then I think it will be a solid partnership um, with Sean in there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, then if we look at other players we've played against is there a standout player who who you thought was the best we played against or so I'm not I'm not asking you to remember a name because I wouldn't even know their name yeah you played centre mid so you might have someone that maybe I didn't notice but you thought Jesus I can't sort of get near this bloke yeah a few probably a few players stand out in my mind there's a centre back for AMG Ballers yeah, there's. But I mean, they, they had two good centre backs. But yeah, I, I... dark haired. Um, was he the I Scottish thought... bloke? Did he have like a Scottish yeah. accent, or was yeah. he the other bloke? Yeah, yeah, it might have been Scottish lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. Yeah, I I think both was... their centre backs. They the way they play, they leave their centre backs so exposed. But yeah. both of them like could get you out of trouble. Yeah, yeah, he, he can do everything. He's, he's willing to kind of pick up the ball and play. He's quick, he's strong, he's good in the air. Um, and I think he played well against Josh Gwillen, which is uh, a sign that he, he's probably got a bit of quality about him. Yeah. I think for old Roan, that kind of big ball bloke in, in the centre of midfield who kind of dictates play pretty well. Yeah, that, that, I think he's called Terry, that bloke. Yeah, he is... Um, big man like Terry. Yeah, he's, he's pretty... He's my stand-up player, I think. Yeah, he's he's pretty solid. He dictates play really well. Um, who else do I like? Yeah, off the top of my head. Them two stand out. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I would agree with that. I'd also say the bloke who scored the hat-trick against us for AMG in the first. Yeah, yeah. I don't... yeah his thing was incredible. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was very good. Um, and obviously, that sort of leads into the next question. The best team we played against, obviously... It's a bit of a toss-up between Old Run and AMG, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. I think, for me, I feel like if, if you were to get AMG ballers on a bit of a shit pitch and we had our first team out, I think we could take a victory there. Old Roan, I feel like maybe you're a little bit more versatile, but also I can imagine that team having quite a big night on a Friday and maybe <laughs> not coming into the game quite 100%, whereas maybe that's not the case with MG Ballers. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I would say... I would say I've never seen us get as 
outclassed as we did in the game against MG to 4 1. Yeah, we didn't get out of our, out of our half in that second yeah. half. Yeah, that was that's yeah. a that's the like, even though Old Rowan the scoreline was bigger, it was a more even like game, I feel. Mm. As in, we did actually have some chances, we did actually hold on to the ball in, in parts. Whereas mm. that AMG second game, like, I just don't remember us really doing anything. Josh, like, literally scored a shot in the first, like, minute, and that was it. <laughs> That's the only thing I'll say about that game. Weren't we 1 0 up until. It was 1 0 up. Yeah. If anything, we scored too early because that kicked him into life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, one of the two. They, they, they play, they're very, very different styles of football and footballers, both, both very good. Yeah. All right, then, mate. Well, I think um, that sums up the end of season review. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing a little inter-squad friendly on the 7th of May with an awards night. So huge. We look forward to that. And yeah, hopefully uh, the rebuild over the summer goes to plan and we can come back stronger next year. Oh, the, re- the rebuild's going to be hella strong. Um, and also, thank you for, for all the work you do behind the scenes, mate. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, mate. Much love. See you later, mate. See you soon, mate. Nice one. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Um, Just wanted to quickly look back at the predictions from last week by me and Evran. So, started off our game, I backed a 3-2 win for us, he went 3-1 agenda, so he got that one correct, I got that one wrong. Um, then there was Bermondsey Town v Farnborough, we both actually backed a Bermondsey Town home win, but Farnborough showing just how strong they are this season, went to Bermondsey Town and 1-1-0, which I don't think many teams have gone there and won this season, so that's an absolutely cracking result for them. Then we looked at Westwick and v Rustlers. That game was postponed. Not sure the reasons behind that, but yeah, that game did not go ahead. Then we looked at Farnborough Force v Catford. We both backed a Farnborough Force win. Uh, we both went for a bigger scoreline than it was in the end. I went a 4-1. Everyone went 4-2. It was only 2-1 in the end, but again, another massive result for... Farnborough Fourths, I think, barring something crazy happening, they have won that league, so congratulations to them. Then finally, we looked at Eltham Town v Mata Galpa. Um, I went 3-0, everyone went 2-1. In the end, that game was 3-1, so solid result for Eltham Town. Keeps them in that um, race for promotion, so I'm sure everyone will be happy with that one. Um so yeah, that is that is it for the predictions. Um, good luck to everyone for the rest of the season. Hopefully, you all finish the season strongly. Um, good luck to all the teams left fighting for them cups. It's down to the business end of the season. So yeah, hopefully, you get what you all deserve come the end of the season, which I think should be wrapped up by the beginning of May. Um, Unfortunately, that is the end of our season, though. Um, So, yeah, like I said with James, um, look to regroup over the summer, 
get some more familiar faces back in the team and go again next season. I'm sure if we do that, we will be competitive in the Prem and hopefully um, be fighting near the top of that table rather than the foot of it like we were this season. So, yeah, that's me over and out for the season. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you've all enjoyed the podcast. We may be doing another episode possibly once the season is wrapped up. Um, Hopefully I'll get some... A mixture of guests on to talk about their seasons, but I don't know when that will be. So, yeah, cheers for tuning in, guys, and uh, hopefully uh, see you all in the near future. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.